Hey guys, do you find it difficult sometimes to wait for your girl to come? I know that happens a lot because there is an orgasm gap. Women take just a little bit longer to come than guys, but that's okay because there is a solution and that is Promescence Delay Spray. Now, I know what a lot of guys are thinking. Oh, I don't need delay spray. I don't have a getting it up problem. But Promescence Delay Spray is not just for guys with PE. It is for any guy who wants to last longer in bed without having to worry about lasting longer in bed. And that's because it's not going to totally numb you out and it's not going to transfer to your partner. And speaking of your partner, Promescent has products for women too. I love their warming gel. They have buzzing gel. They have supplements for both men and women that are going to make you both hornier. They also sell lube and condoms. They have everything you need. Not only do I recommend Promescent products, 2,000 medical professionals recommend them too. So go get yourself some. Go to delayspray.com to get everything you need. That's delayspray.com. Promescent has a money back guarantee. There's free shipping and your package is going to arrive discreetly. So no one's going to know what the F you bought. Thanks Promescent for sponsoring my show. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy you haven't followed me yet on Instagram or Twitter, make sure to follow me there at Strict Anonymous. That's at Strict Anonymous, both on Instagram or Twitter. If you want to be on the show, it's called Strictly Anonymous because I change everybody's voices. Everybody's names are changed. People call me from fake numbers. (laughs) You definitely remain anonymous on my show. Even to me, I don't care to know exactly who the people on my show are, but I just want to hear their true story. So if you have a true, interesting, naughty, secret life story that you want to talk about on my show while remaining anonymous, you could send me an email at strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. You could go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show or go to Instagram and Twitter, follow me at Strict Anonymous and DM me there or call my confessions hotline 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call over there, leave a naughty confession. I changed the voices there too. Or you could also use it to tell me what you want to talk about on my show. And if it's something that I want to have on, I will send you a link to sign up. Now, if you want to talk to me, but you don't want it to air, I do offer that as well. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. And I will give you the details I charge for that call. It's $100, 45 minutes. Like I said, I do what I do on my show, but I don't air it. So that's available too. The links to everything that I just talked about in the description. If you're listening on a podcast app, I forgot to say, make sure to subscribe to my show, follow it. If you're listening on YouTube, follow my show, subscribe to it. 
If you can, give me five stars if you love my show. Now, today I have on Ember. Ember is a hot wife and she has a stag husband. Now, we started off the conversation talking about the difference between vixen, stag, hot wife, hot wife, stag, vixen, all that kind of shit. There's so many terms now. I feel like vixen and hot wife are the same. She's definitely a hot wife, but her guy is a stag, meaning like he's not a cuck. Cucks are more so the guys that want to be humiliated. Her guy... Is doesn't want to be humiliated by it, but he does want to watch it. He watches from afar, meaning he's never there. He likes for her to videotape it. Now, they have been together from the get-go, like out of high school, and this didn't happen from the get-go. It happened way later, and he was the one that suggested it. He was, you know, she had been already hooking up with the women on the side, so they were dabbling into that kind of a thing. She was hooking up with women and filming it. And then he brought up like, hey, why don't you do it with a guy and film it? That's what I really want to see. And so she did. And she's been doing it ever since, not only just for him, but for you too. I mean, she's got stuff on Pornhub. She doesn't have an OnlyFans yet because she's out of the country, but she's got a Twitter where she's really out and about. She gives links and you know shout outs to all of her stuff, but she definitely goes into her whole story. That first experience, how she met another guy, how her husband felt about it. Like I said, he's always on FaceTime where she's videotaping it. And then she talks about how her husband eventually asked for her to hook up with a black guy. And she was super surprised about that. And then once she did it, she has never looked back. That is what she solely looks for now. She's very, uh, totally 100% into BBC. And she talks about that, what she loves about it, why it's like the best thing ever. The reclaiming SEX that they have and why that's so great. The cream pies that her guy loves and why she loves it too. She's got some regular bowls. She sometimes picks people up outside of like swinger sites, but she talks about why she prefers to meet her bowls on the swinger site. He gets into why her guy has never been there and as well as why her husband hasn't hooked up with women. She doesn't know that she's totally down with that. They do talk about her eventually getting back out there and hooking up with other women. That kind of stuff is on the table. And what she really wants to do one day is have a gangbang. <laughs> And I did ask her, like, how many guys would you have there? What is the ultimate number? She gives that ultimate number. She also wants to be with two guys. She could deep throat. We talk about that. And then at the end, I ask her for a couple best stories ever. And she gives me some. One includes sex in a church, a chapel. And one includes sex on vacation on the DL while she was out of town with other people. This girl lives in Italy because her guy's in the service, so they move around. That's why she doesn't have an OnlyFans, but like I said, she does do Pornhub, she does Twitter, she gives all those shout-outs sort of in the middle and towards the end, so you could really check her out. She sent me some pics of her as well for my Patreon, so you could go there to see pictures of her, but stay here to hear her story, okay? You're going to get it all. So I'm going to be right back on with Ember. This is the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Uh, hi, Ember. Ember, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Wait, should I be calling you Ember Ray? I mean, you are going to be you. You're a hot wife that is not in hiding. You're out as yourself, right, Ember? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's a, it's like a stage name anyway, so it doesn't matter what you call me. You can call me Ember or Ember Ray, but Ember's fine if you want to make it short and sweet. 
I like Ember. Now, Ember Ray, you have an interesting story. The, the the most that I know is that you are a hot wife, stag vixen. You're going to have to like clear these different terms up for me because hot wife, vixen, oh, is it the same thing? I don't know. You'll tell me in a second. But And you are, you know, that's you and your husband, stag and vixen. And you guys have been together since high school. And uh, like, you know, mm-hmm. many years into it, your relationship changed. And you're going to tell me that whole story. What is the difference between a hot yeah. wife and a vixen and are you both i think you're both right so i mean yeah i guess i guess kind of a hot life and a vixen would actually kind of be the same thing because we are not any part of the cuckold world where there's any humiliation or degradation to my husband or anything so really the stag and vixen is where a husband enjoys watching his wife receive pleasure and so the vixen has sexual relations with other men films it or he watches. We mostly, I film it. I go and meet my bulls by myself and then we watch it together. He watches it. We enjoy like the reclaiming process when I get home. And yeah, so a hot wife is someone who sleeps with other men outside of her marriage with her husband's consent. And I guess, I guess the stag and vixen term comes from like the stag really enjoys seeing her receive that pleasure. And so he has her, you know, set out and do these things and then film them. So that way they both can watch later her receive this pleasure. And it's really kind of all around the wife's pleasure and the husband's enjoyment around seeing her receive that pleasure, if you will. So yeah, yeah. yeah. I just know that like the general term for a husband sharing his wife is like hot wife. And then there's more dynamics. There's stag and vixen, there's cuckold, and then there's the queen of spades era. I mean, area type thing, which I'm I'm also a part of. Oh my God, we have a lot to talk about. We have so much to talk about. (laughs) But I have to tell you, hot wife, I think, is the term that most people know. And let me tell you, when I put hot wife in a title, that gets a lot of effing downloads. Like it was very surprising to me and maybe for you before you opened up your marriage, because it's not like you were always a hot wife. But it was so surprising to me when I found out how many guys were actually into this. Because I always say this on my show that I have a lot of guy friends and they were always very open to me because I'm like super non-judgmental and I'm open-minded and they, my guy's friends would always tell me shit and not one ever copped to that. And it wasn't until I started to do my show and started talking to guys and people were calling in with this these kinds of stories that I realized that this is something that guys are into and not only some guys a lot of guys because they tend to be like my most downloaded episodes who knew yeah yeah it's wild it's wild I've heard that the ones I have been a part of have gotten many hits so I'm really excited to hear how it goes yeah so wait so now tell me your guys story how long have you been married now so we got married in 2008. Uh-huh. So it's been almost 15 years now. Uh-huh. And we started dating in 2005, summer of 2005. So we've been together for going on 20 years now. And he always knew I was bisexual and into girls. And we had a few instances where I played with females in front of him and I would record me with females for him and send the videos and stuff. And and then We met some friends when we moved to Virginia because he's in the military. And so we met some friends when we moved to Virginia and they introduced us to this swing lifestyle website. And 
told us how like they were actual swingers. Well, we knew that that wasn't really anything we were into. We weren't really into the whole like complete swap thing. I thought for a while we were going to get into it. I mean, we're still kind of talking about pursuing me sharing him with a woman. It just hasn't happened yet, mm-hmm. but it's something we discuss. It's not completely off the table. But anyways, at the time when we were talking about this and stuff, it was something that I was like not ready to do. We played with a few couples in a sense where I was with the women. And then my husband went on what was his fourth deployment and asked me if I would ever record myself with a man. And mm-hmm. I thought he was crazy. I told him there's no way. I'm like, that is the epitome of like a cheating military spouse. And I'm not going to be that. There is no way I can't do it. And then he's like, I'm asking you to do it. I know you're doing it. It's completely different than if you're just doing it and not saying anything. I'm like, yeah, you're absolutely right. I told him I would think about it. And then his birthday was coming up and I asked him what he wanted and he was still gone, obviously. And he's like, I would really like for you to fuck a guy and record it for me and send it to me so I can watch it. And I was like, Oh my gosh. And like, I thought about it and I thought about it and I was like, you know, we'll try. And so I got onto our swing lifestyle website, our our members page, um, logged in and ended up finding some men because at first we were just using it for couples, for the girl, for the girls to play. Ended up finding some men, found this super innocent (laughs) teacher. We met on his lunch break and we did our thing. I had my husband on FaceTime the whole time. We recorded the whole thing. But wait, where did you do your thing? You can't just skip through this. Really quick though, what I really want to know Because I know, and you said it in the email, I mean, this was not the beginning of your relationship, right? I mean, you had been together for a very long time. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah, this was, this was, we'd been together for 11 years when I started having sex with men and filming it for him. Okay. So 11 years when before that, the, you were seeing girls and having these kind, not threesomes because you don't want your guy to be with a girl, but you were seeing girls separately filming it. So it wasn't like you were totally vanilla couple. I mean, you were open, you were on a swinger site looking for chicks, correct? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yes. So, so it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't anything that was totally new, but for, for me, it was really nerve wracking. Cause like, oh my God, this is another man. And like, I had basically kind of only been with my husband other than females, because I really don't count my first time as counting. Cause it wasn't a whole, it was a whole thing itself. So I really consider like, other than my husband and my first complete mess up of a relationship when I was really young, my husband was like all I kind of knew. So I was like, other than females. And so I was like, well, shit, like that's kind of like, oh my God, I feel really inexperienced. And, but no, I did it. And like, we ended up loving it, had a great and amazing time. But Tom, walk me through that first experience. The guy's a teacher. You're online pimping yourself out as like, listen, I'm a hot wife looking for a guy to fuck me while my guy watches. Was your guy watching? Was he, he was away. Were you filming it? Good news. Strictly Anonymous podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com. Dot com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline 347-420-3579. That's 
420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too, so you remain anonymous. The number, the website, and the email address will all be in the description. Are you digging this hot story? Well, if you are, I know where you could find a ton more hot stories. And that is on the Dipsy Stories app. Dipsy is an app full of hundreds of short, sexy, hot audio stories. No matter what you're into or what floats your boat, Dipsy has something for you. Whether you're into straight stories, queer stories, threesomes, and more stories, you're going to find it on Dipsy. There are literally hundreds of stories to choose from, and they release new content every week. So there's always more to explore. They also have sleep stories. They have wellness sessions and written stories as well. They also have my favorite feature that I always talk about, and that is the jump to the action button. So if you want to get right to it because you're super horny and or you just don't have that much time, you can press the button and it's going to literally take you to the exact spot where the action starts. So what are you waiting for? Go get Dipsy. And for listeners of this show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash strictly anon. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash strictly anon. Dipsystories.com slash strictly anon. Thanks, Dipsy, for sponsoring this episode. Hey, guys, want to max out your erection and have mind-blowing sex every time, then you need to get yourself a Tenuto 2 vibrator by Mystery Vibe. The Tenuto 2 is an award-winning, wearable, flexible vibrator designed for men with women in mind. And that's because they have four perfectly placed motors that are going to vibrate you and your girl all at the same time. There are eight preset vibrations that you get to choose from. There are 16 different intensities as well. And like everything else nowadays, there's an app that goes with it so you can customize your whole experience. The Tenuto 2 is also perfect for solo play. Want a hands-free, mind-blowing orgasm? Who doesn't? Go Get yourself a Tenuto 2 by Mystery Vibe. Just go to mysteryvibe.com and you're going to get 15% off your Tenuto by using my code STRICTLY15. That's mysteryvibe.com. Use my code STRICTLY15 for 15% off. Mysteryvibe.com. Use code STRICTLY15 for 15% off. Your package is going to arrive discreetly and there's a two-year warranty on every order. Thanks, Mystery Vibe, for sponsoring my show. Yep, he was on FaceTime and I was filming it. Okay. And we'll, and it worked out really well because, you know, I found him on the swing site. So he was already a part of the lifestyle. He yeah. had some certifications, which is like reviews from other couples. So, you know, he knew what he was getting into. So yeah, I'm over here, he's gone and I'm setting this whole thing up. I'm taking an old phone that my kids use 
used to play games on to record it. So that way I can FaceTime him while it's happening because my biggest fear, honestly, at the end of the day with the whole thing was someone, I'm going to get murdered because I'm meeting somebody I don't know in a hotel. Right. What the hell's wrong with me? But, you know, like I said, after I talked to him, got certifications and stuff, I felt more comfortable. So we met at the Quality Inn. I was on FaceTime with my husband. I was extremely nervous. And I was like, I don't even know what to do. And he's like, well, just answer the door. And I was like, okay, you're right. <laughs> so I answered the door and he came in and I, I looked at the camera again on, on, on FaceTime. And I was like, babe, I don't know how to start. Like, I was like, I really just don't know what to do with myself. I was so nervous. And he was like, the teacher was like, I call him the teacher. That's funny. Yeah. He was like, just come here. I'll help you. And like, basically like kind of took over and we just went to town. And as soon as like we started, like that was the end of it. He fucked me in all these positions. My husband watched the whole time. It was really awesome to hear my husband's reactions on FaceTime. And mm -hmm. it was just, he was like, oh my gosh, this is exactly what I wanted. Like, he's like, I love seeing you receive pleasure because seeing it from the outside looking in is like totally different. And that was like his favorite after that. And it was mine too. And then I saw I saw a few more people while he was gone and took some more videos. And I actually saw him a couple more times. And then I saw another guy a couple times who all were from the Swing website. So it was really comfortable. And it just became really easy after that. And then my husband really one day surprised the shit out of me and goes, would you ever fuck a black guy? And I was like whoa. I was like, what? And he's like, well, you love to be stretched and filled and you just, you love all of it. And he's like, so what if you could get stretched and filled by a real, a real black penis? And I was just like, whoa, really? And he's like, yeah. Cause I had all these big black cocks in my drawers and by from vibratings to just jelly ones, just I, and these, this pussy pumper plug thing that's like an anal plug, but it's for the vagina and you can pump it up really big. And I love that thing. And he knows I love it. And so mm -hmm. he's like, you know, maybe you could find a BBC. And I was like, oh my God, okay. You're crazy, but okay. And I did. And the man was old enough to be my dad. <laughs> but how old were you but, at the time? I mean, do you mind telling your age? You sound super I young. I don't mind at yeah, all yeah. because, you know, it, it, because at the end of the day, he was, he was awesome. He even came to my house after that when my husband was gone because my husband wanted me to take a video inside the house. And he's like, well, you've already met this guy. And I'm like, oh, you're right. And he actually lied about his age, but he told me before we had ever had sex, like he told me in messages, he was 45. Okay. Okay, so how old was, like, was okay, he really? Fifty-five. Oh, okay. And how old were you? <laughs> Which isn't that bad. I was twenty-five. Okay. <laughs> so he's thirty years older than me, but right? Wait, wait, 20, 25, 35. I was making sure I did my math right. Whatever. He was way older so, than you. <laughs> Double exactly. your age. Exactly. Uh, yeah. But he tells me in the bar when we're talking, he was like. I don't feel good that I lied to you. He's like, but I, I really wanted to meet you. And I'm just like, oh, holy shit, that's kind of fucked up. But at the same time, I'm like, I never would have known. And it honestly doesn't matter because A, you don't look 55. And B, I've seen pictures of your cock and I really would like to see what it's like. So, okay, let's go. <laughs> so anyways, after he realized like it was okay. And I mean, I, I appreciate that. He could have just kept lying to me, <laughs> whatever. We went up to the hotel room and we had mind-blowing sex and basically yeah it was like once you go black you never go back <laughs> oh so that became like your thing with your husband it is it's 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 like it's like my thing now like I pretty much only pursue BBC at this point and it's not 
it doesn't have like anything to do with anything other than they just, they've been always been really respectful to the marriage. And they're just, I've found them to be a little more invested in my pleasure. And they always, but is it really, but I know you're giving all these like other reasons for it, but was it just for the fact that like you're a size queen and they had bigger dicks? And so it's just like, it's the bigger dick thing that you were really into. (laughs) I think it's like this, it's like, the feeling of like the stretching, the being full, all of that. And like, and that's only something that I enjoy sometimes. That's not something I even want every day because Mm -hmm. when my guts get rearranged, I feel it for days. Okay. And, and I'm just, I can take it, but I feel it later. And for me, like, it's, it's really fun to, we really enjoy the, the reclaiming process because it feels just so completely different. Like you would think it would feel looser because I've been stretched out when in fact it is not, it is in fact tighter. I feel like then yes, because it's like, it's warm. I'm sorry. It's not even warm. It's like, it's like (laughs) hot and steamy and it's like, but like a good hot and steamy. And then like your walls are just like swollen because you just took a beating. (laughs) And then it's like going home to him and then getting into bed with him is almost like receiving the best internal massage of a lifetime that I could net. Like you can't replace the feeling like there's nothing I've smoked weed. I've drank alcohol. That's about it for my drugs. But I, that is it for me. Like, and then just like, wow, like it is like, you would think after two to four hours of sex with somebody else, I would be completely flat out exhausted and be like, okay, I'm going home, going to fuck to sleep. But the minute I pull out of the driveway, I'm like, I cannot drive fast enough <laughs> to get home to fuck my husband's brains out. Right. And he sees a completely different side of me when I come home on those nights. And it it's not that we don't have mind-blowing sex without those nights, but yeah. it's just, it's so different and it's something fun that we add into it. And we just have a really, really good time. And I mean, he hasn't even actually been present and watched not once yet, because it's just never worked out that way. And also he's not really one to go out and stay out super late. So he always is just like, just film it for me. Just film it for me. And so that's pretty much what we do. And I go home to him like as soon as we're done, basically. And ah, the reclaiming process really is just, I cannot even tell you how much I love getting fucked by, fucked by a huge cock and then going home and getting fucked by my husband. It's just indescribable. I and can't. your husband must like that too. Is that a part of it for your husband? Cause a lot of guys oh, like yes. that reclaiming as well. It's for both of he, you. It gets you off. He does. Mm-hmm. Yes. It, it It's, and his reactions are completely, they're completely different on those nights too. And like, I'm not saying like, I'm not saying it as something that has to happen. I mean, we could honestly stop tomorrow and I'd be completely fine. It's not anything that has to happen. But it's just, like I said, it's that just fun little extra thing where it's it's no different than adding toys to the bedroom, really. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, uh-huh. me getting blasted in bed by a jelly BBC, it's no different <laughs> than getting blasted by somebody else having to do the work, you know? So Well, come on. It has to be different because you're with the person, you're filming it. It must be so much more supercharged because it, it you have the reclaiming yeah. aspect, all of that. I mean, all of that would be gone if you're home using a dildo by yourself. I mean, well, there's yeah. so much to yeah. it. Yeah. Yes. I just, I meant like in terms of like, getting like stretched and stuff (laughs) like and then but like and then also like we're really big into cream pies and stuff I had a hysterectomy in March and that's been a godsend because I mean we haven't had to worry about anything but I've also had my tubes 
burned. They were burned back in 2014. So, I mean, we've pretty much been having like a really good time, obviously still being safe, testing and all that. But no, yeah, it's been, it, it has been, it has been so fun. And I would love to answer any questions you have, really. I mean, that pretty much, that sums it up in the best nutshell possible. How could you say, wait, about well, first of all, how long have you been doing this for? How it's old been are you almost now? Seven again? years now. Okay, seven I'm years. Thirty-two now. You're thirty-two now. Okay, and now, so you had your tubes tied. So, how many years ago? Like so seven years ago? Like when you were super young? After all those kids, you had kids really young. Got the tubes tied like a yes, after? Yeah. Okay. And, yeah, I had I had my tubes tied in 2014. Right. Right. Okay. So now these cream pies. Do you get your guys tested? I mean, as far as like a lot of people are always like, why don't you ask your people about STDs? And I know it's like a weird, not like a weird question, but it takes people off from the hot topic but like what like because you are doing cream pies or you know do you vet the guys beforehand as far as like std testing yeah everybody every everybody gets their own like little screening process yeah about them their relationships their histories when they were last tested all of that for the most part i mean it's built around trust and trusting yourself and being careful and i'm not and and yes asking asking for the proof if they have it most people don't mind showing anything and I've yet to come across any issues and we've had we've we've had pretty good luck so far really we have everybody when you pursue people that are mainly in the lifestyle I feel like it's a lot safer that way because everybody kind of like already knows you know right and that makes it that makes it a whole lot easier there have been instances you know of random ones but those ones almost always come with protection because you have no idea so i mean you talk ask beforehand but you know there are, we i have had a couple slutty nights and i am not ashamed to admit that what do you so. mean what's more <laughs> well, slutty, slutty than what you're doing <laughs> how more slutty does it get <laughs> well when my husband you know he says oh you know if you find anybody by the end of the night you want to go home with <laughs> So oh, you mean random nights I when you're in it. a bar or something like that? You mean not yes, through the see, website? But most uh-huh. of these people, most of these people are people whom I have seen multiple times and spoken to and have gotten to know somewhat over my course of going to this one place that I frequent over where I'm at. So that's how I met a couple of them and they've actually been great. One of them turned into a regular bowl for me. He just moved and that was sad because he was respectful and he fucked me really well. (laughs) And he was the biggest, he was the biggest I had ever had. And he was wonderful and he always showed up. (laughs) Well, I showed up because I had to go to his place, but he always, he was always there. He was always down. Hey, what are you doing? But when you say you He's met like, all you? these, no, but when you say you met all these guys at the place, I know that you were saying a lot of these people you met on swinger websites. I mean, is there also a place by you, like a swingers club or something where you meet people? What's no, the place? No, quote no that that's, it's, it's, it's just a karaoke bar that oh, okay. we all go to. And mm-hmm. I mean, it's just a bar really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. And you know, no, I've talked to, I've gotten, I've gotten to know these people through other mutual friends. And so, so there are people whom I've, been comfortable with and who have like learned with, but I still consider them slutty nights because, you know, even though like I know a little bit about them and, you know, we've been talking for a while and, you know, they know I'm a hot wife. Pretty much everybody that I've hung out with there who is a man kind of knows because I drink a little bit and then we all just start talking and everyone talks about everything together. And yeah. And so I've had a connection with a couple of them and 
it's, it's, I consider them slutty nights because it's like, I'm not really going out like with that goal. I go out to do karaoke and have a good time. And then I'm just like, Hey, they're like, Hey, want to go home? And I'm like, let's do it. And so, so we go and it finally happens after a couple months of talking, hanging out, knowing each other or whatever. So it's completely, it's a completely different process with people like that than it is like with people like on a, the swing site. Like if I were to meet somebody on the swing site right now here and they were like, oh, hey, I'm here visiting. I'm, you know, I'm down to fuck. Are you? Here's my certifications, blah, blah, blah. I would vet them that way. We would talk for maybe an hour and then I would go meet them if mm-hmm. I was attracted to them. And, right. you know, we had any of that. So it's totally different when you're messing with people in the swing world opposed to messing with just regular people outside of it, because you want to make sure that those regular people outside of it know that, Hey, this is just a really fun fucking time. Literally. Yeah. And that's it. Like it's no strings attached. You can't get attached to me. I can't get attached to you type thing. But yeah. So that's why for the most part, we stick to people within the swing websites who we know are all safe, know all about, you know, all about the rules. So there's not even really a whole lot of explaining beforehand. It's so much easier when you stick to those websites. And they all know, they all get it. And what would be the unspoken yes, rules yeah. though? What are the, those unspoken rules that everybody knows? I feel like, gosh, I feel like keep up on your testing, keep yourself clean, obviously. Right. Don't do anything stupid, but res- respect everybody as individuals and respect the marriages and the relationships they're in. Mm-hmm. Because that's the biggest thing at the end of the day, I feel like. And yeah, I feel like those are the probably the unspoken rules. You would think, right? <laughs> I don't know because <laughs> you were know, like, oh, there's know. difference. Honestly, you know, the people on that I meet online, they know like the stuff more than if you just meet somebody. Isn't it more so just what you were talking about as far as like, this is a, a no strings attached. I'm not looking for anybody else. This is what it is. I'm not cheating on my husband. I mean, maybe people in the vanilla world that you just would pick up would maybe assume that even if you say your husband knows, maybe they wouldn't trust it. I mean, there'd be a lot of explaining yeah. to do, right? That's It's funny you bring that up. And that's actually a big reason why I'm not really super, I, I, that's, let me start over. That's a big reason why I started becoming more open with it was because I didn't want it to get out when I was out at that bar hanging out with the, so after I got a regular bull, we would go out together sometimes. And my husband was aware of this and I would hang out kind of by him most of the night, but I would also separate myself and hang out with other people. But we knew at the end of the night, like I was going back to his house with him because he was my regular bull and then I was going to go home. And so we would hang out during the night together. And so, so that way no one got the wrong idea. I ended up kind of telling a few people like, Hey, like, don't get the wrong idea about this thing right here. This isn't a thing. And my husband knows I'm here. So stop it. Go away. Get the fuck out of here. You know? So it's like, I've been open in that sense because I don't want people to get the wrong idea of me. And Mm -hmm. because everybody there knows I'm a wife, they see my ring when I go out and I, I don't hide that I have a husband and three kids ever. I'm always talking about them, but I'm also sometimes talking about the other sides of my life too. And I honestly that has given me a sense of freedom that I cannot explain to you. I used to be so worried and I know we're on strictly anonymous and that's great. And I can stay that way on here. That's fine. Um, but like, I but you're not anonymous. So I mean, I think that that's important. Well, I mean, yes. To, yes. Yeah. I, I, I am, but I'm, I mean, on here kind of, but no, I mean, I put my face out there. The only thing that's like not out there is my real name. <laughs> but ever since like I started speaking like that and started being like, hey, like quit looking at us like that, like and started 
really projecting just who I am and owning it because we love this. And even if somebody finds my Pornhub or finds my Twitter, or even if I tell somebody about it, I don't give a shit anymore because I enjoy it. Mm -hmm. My husband enjoys it. We both fucking know that I'm doing it. And I just don't care. I don't care because everybody has sex. If you watch someone's porn that you find and you think it's fucking weird, you're fucking weird because everybody has sex. It's just different because you're not filming it, I guess. But whatever. I don't care. You know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. so I'm going to love what I love and I don't care. Who knows that? I mean, I don't post it on my personal Facebook that I shoot porn and post it online, obviously. I don't tell my kids. But if I see or hear anybody ever talking about me about or anything, I'm going to own it because there's nothing wrong with it. And so I just, I don't know, you do, you said that thing about like, Oh, no one's out cheating or anything. And like, no, they're not. You're right. And in fact, I'm like, I've gained even more freedom and liberation. Maybe even you could call it since owning it and being like, no, this is what I do. And yeah, go away. Now I think a <laughs> lot of times people who are, you know, living in the vanilla world and then cross over and they're doing something like this and they want to be out. The The problem is they have a, a job, a nine to five job that it has nothing to do with this. And their biggest fear would be that those people find out. That's and, nice. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Like, so what was the deal with you? Did you not have something like that to lose? Were you like a stay at home mom at the time? So I was a stay-at-home mom. Mm-hmm. I had just graduated college with my bachelor's of science and justice studies in pre-law. Yeah. But my mom had passed away the year before I graduated. And so I didn't want, I was already like emotionally taxed. And as much as I wanted to go into law school or join the police force or something to get me on a road to become whether a prosecutor or something like for victim advocacy later on down the line. Yeah. But it was too much for me after losing my mom. Mm-hmm. I had lost my uncle, my mom and my grandma all in a span of three months. And I oh, lost my wow. grandma on Valentine's day, just a month and a half after my mom. Mm-hmm. So it was like, okay, this is a lot. I finished college, thank God. And I was proud of myself for that. But after that, I was just like, I have been doing everything for years and I'm exhausted and I don't, I've been working since I turned 14 and I had, if I did, when I, if I wasn't giving birth, I went to work. So I was a stay at home mom or I had a job and was a stay at home mom. Cause you know, it means I'm like, kind of, <laughs> but no, I, I had businesses. I was doing bakery stuff for a while. Then I got really big into photography. This was all while I was in school. Then I finished school. And since I had photography under my belt and I was like, I don't want to do anything emotionally draining right now. I'm already emotionally drained. I went on to become a private editor for photographers and I was doing that. I was editing for like 18 photographers worldwide. Then we moved to Italy and there's a law here that says that military spouses can't work unless it's on base. I couldn't even have my own business. So I had to close my business to move over here and pretty much I've just been doing this stuff and just posting it and trying to get a name for myself. So when I get back to the States, I can start an actual OnlyFans that will hopefully bring me in a decent amount of income because Fansly doesn't make me anything really at all. So I mean, not not that there's anything wrong with that, but it doesn't have as high of a client base, as you will, as OnlyFans, mm-hmm. and it's not as known. So um, the traffic isn't as high, but I can't But let me ask you, how did here. you go from being a hot wife and doing all of this privately to putting it out there. What was that decision? And, you know, 
process like for you to go public? Because I think that that's a, there's a big difference. Like you're like, you know, everyone has sex. Just some people just don't post it on Pornhub and blah, blah, blah. Like, so the difference between the, all those people doing it privately and the people that do it publicly, there's a shift that had to happen. You went from doing it privately to publicly. Like how did that come about? So it was kind of like, I knew, so I knew when I got back to the States that I wanted to have an OnlyFans because I have a ton of content that's solo. Yeah, but when did you, right, all the content because you had all those, all those videos that you were sending to your guy, you weren't even doing it for anything other than your own personal pleasure, but you had all these already taped sex scenarios, correct? Yeah, yeah. And then I also had a bunch of myself and I didn't have, I don't have anything to do here in Italy. And so I was like, <laughs> maybe I should just, I, I got on Twitter one day and I, cause my friend is actually a stripper okay. and she was posting from her Twitter and sharing some status updates. So I was like, I'm just going to get on Twitter and see what it's about. So I went to her page, which is a not safe for work page. So I had to like make an actual account, do all that. So then by the time I actually got to the not safe for work side of it and saw everything that was there, I was like, what the fuck? I can do this. Mm -hmm. I was like, I can post this stuff. And when like, I looked at people's pages and saw that they had fansleys and reddits and Pornhubs and all these things. And I'm just like, I could do this too. I'm like, why, why can't I? I was like, what's stopping me? And so it's, what's crazy is I had a group of friends for a while here where for some reason inside of me, I was just like, if any single one of these people finds this, I will die. So I'm never going to post myself out there like that. That's you were doing it anonymously yet. at first? No, no, no. I wasn't doing it at all. Like I was oh, contemplating okay. it mm-hmm. and I was, I was back and forth. Yeah. But then I had a fallout with one of the girls over the silliest thing. And then I was just like, why have I ever cared about what anybody finds online about me? Especially if the people I love the most, which is my husband, and we're not obviously talking about my kids, but if the person I love the most knows I'm doing it, why does it matter what anybody else thinks? And he's like, I've been telling you forever that you could start a page and post stuff and blah, 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 at least a porn hub because we have so much stuff and everyone has already agreed to consent. And like every, every person that I have filmed with, you know, I've always asked like, and in the future, if I need your documentations, cause I want to post this somewhere. Cause it's kind of, it had always kind of been something we talked about cause we knew only fans existed and all that, but it wasn't anything we ever pulled a trigger with. And if I did it at the time, I was never contemplating having like a Twitter and Instagram, any of that. Do you still hook up with girls? I mean, I know that you have all these bulls now and you're totally into the BBC thing, but you did start off hooking up with girls on the side and you were bi. I mean, do you still do that or are you strictly into dudes I now? do, actually. <laughs> I do. And what's really funny is one of my one of my girlfriends here, after she met me, she started following my Snapchat because she's like, oh, I don't have Instagram or anything, but can I have your Snapchat? And I'm like, ugh. I'm like, well, that's my sexy Snapchat. That's the only one I have. (laughs) And I was like, I was like, well, I was like, it's kind of a really personal one. And she looked at me and she was like, personal, like, like personal, personal. And I was like, yes. And she's like, oh, she's like, well, I have some questions about that. So can I add you? And I was like, sure. And so she did. She added me and we talked and I'm actually helping her set up her own OnlyFans. She's Italian. And she asked me this weekend if I would want to make content with her and one of her girlfriends. And I was like, sign me up. (laughs) So yeah, we'll see. We'll see. It's supposed to happen. I don't, I don't, you know, I don't know. It was, we'll see if she's serious. Cause I'm, I'm always down. I'm always down. I, 
But through this, I, I mean, all this meeting up with guys, do you, I mean, besides, you haven't even hooked up with her, so, but have you, since you started doing the hot white thing, also seen girls, or did that stop because you're so into the BBC thing? That was the question. Well, it's, it kind of just, we kind of just, yeah, I guess I just stopped pursuing them because that's kind of just what we've been doing now. It hasn't really been anything that's been at the forefront. Now, my husband did ask just recently over the summer, he was like, he was like, Hey, he's like, do you think you want to make like another girl video sometime soon? And I was like, shoot. I was like, I actually would. And so it's kind of funny because we've been talking about it again. And I mean, it went, it went to the back burner for a while, but it's something that we're, something we're talking about doing again. And also the soft swap. I know that you said that your husband's never been there. He's never watched. You've kept it separate. That's like your guy's thing. Now, do you think it will shift and change to doing swaps? So there was, there were, there were like two, well, there were two or three opportunities, but it just didn't, it didn't like happen. And it's been so much easier for me to just doll myself up, leave and go out, do my thing and then come home than it is for both of us to coordinate stuff. And then we have the three kids. They're pretty self-sufficient now, but we really don't know how we'd feel if we were off doing something like that and something happened to them. So it's like, eh, you know, but eventually one day I do think we will be there. I really do. And what about the fact of your guy being with somebody else? Are you totally fine with seeing your guy with someone else? Because a lot of times I'll get people on YouTube, the comments are hilarious when it's this kind of situation where one partner is hooking up with other people, whoever that is, whether it's the man or the woman, but the other one isn't. I mean, typically I always respond to these comments and people are like, that's not fair. And a lot of times what I respond is like, that's the way it works for them. And that's what they're fucking down. And nobody's unhappy about it. And everyone's totally cool. So why do you care? You know, it's everyone has the different things that they're into. Would you be like, are you opposed to seeing your guy with somebody else? Are you into that? What is your guys? So I, that's my, it's, it's hard for me because I, I don't want to, I hate saying this and I'm sure the comments will be great, but I've always just really been really, I don't want to say obsessive, but kind of over him. Like yeah. he has always been like, he has been my constant since I was 14 years old and I met him. Like he has been a part of my life. Mm -hmm. And so even when he asked me to do it, I was like, you've got to be kidding me. I can't yeah. do that. There's yeah. no way. And that was difficult for me. And I ask him sometimes, I'm like, you know, I, I'm just where are you going to resent me later because you're not getting all this extra pussy. And he's just like, I don't need any extra pussy. I don't even want any extra pussy. He's like, I love seeing you receive pleasure. It, that's what gets me off. And, right. and I do, I do still like, I do feel like I want to see that, but I just feel like it won't be as easy for me as it was for him. And like, I ask him all the time, I'm like, how do you do it? Like, I'm like, I don't know if I could just send you out at night to go do whatever and tell you to hook up with a girl and come home to me. And he's like, he's like, I don't know. He's like, but I, I enjoy what we do and nothing with it ever has to change. Like he's not, he's never pushed for it. He's never asked for it. It's always been me who's been like, Oh, hey, like, what about this? He, his, his has always been asking me to be with a woman and film it so he can watch me because he knows I love, he knows I love eating pussy and he loves to watch me do it. Yeah. Um, so, you know, and he, he want, he loves to also see me see, receive pleasure from a female. Um, so, but no, it's for me, it's not something that's completely off the table. I just feel like if it happened, and that's like he said, he said, if it happens, he wants it to happen like completely organically. Like, he doesn't want it to be anything that's super stressful. And when we do do it, he wants it to start 
with just me and the girl. And like, he wants me to decide if I pull him into the picture or if we just finished with me and the girl, he's like, because I really want this. If it happens, I don't want it to be anything because he doesn't want anything to change between us. You he know, doesn't want he to be problematic because you don't really sound like exactly. you're, you really know how you would feel. And the, I mean, it would be a shame for it, it to happen and then you not be into it, you know? And I feel like if you're not, if you don't know yet, like you probably shouldn't do anything like that because maybe you won't be into it. And I mean, I feel like you guys have been together for long enough that you would be able to weather through that. But it's like, why put yourself through that? If you're happy with what you're doing now and everyone's getting the most, you're getting fucked regularly by all these people and you love that and he loves seeing it. You don't need to add that extra layer uh, until you're totally he sure. He, yeah. And he is the encourager a lot of times in those situations. He's like, you're going out tonight. You're going to go be a slut. And I'm just like, do you want me to go be a slut? He's right. like, yes. <laughs> you know, and like, that's totally different. And I don't know that I would respond in that way yet. Yeah. But I definitely know that. Uh, and that's funny because that's one of the things he actually said to me is he said, he was like, I love what we're doing, what we're doing right now, what we've been doing. He's like, we don't have to change yeah. anything. He's like, you know, that's what I typically like, I, find with the the stags and or the cucks in these scenarios. Typically, what they're into is exactly that—the variety that a man needs. You know, a lot of times, men will stray or cheat, or they want to fuck other women, or these guys that are commenting are commenting because they can't imagine. Maybe they would want variety too, but what they don't understand is that's the variety that they are getting variety. It's their girl being with all these other guys. I mean, that's that's enough. They don't need any more than that. That is adding to their situation as opposed to just having a vanilla relationship. But I think that's where people don't under what people don't understand. Yeah. And like my biggest thing is like, if everyone's happy and like, you know, everybody has their own little sets of rules they follow, their own little guidelines, you know, like everything is shared with him. I don't, I don't hide things from him. If he wants to pick at my phone and go through anything at any moment, he can, but he's not even like that. You know, he's, we have this level of communication that I feel like we never had before. And it's just crazy because we are just so, we're just so close. And like, I couldn't imagine doing life without him. And so for him, his thing is, he's like, everything that we do works. And there's no reason. He's like, if it's not broke, don't fix it. So anytime I bring it up and I'm like, are you feeling resentful? Are you upset or anything? He's like, why? Why would I be? He's like, for one, it was my idea. I wanted you to do it. And for two, it's almost my idea most times when you go out anyway. So no, I'm not going to resent you. I don't want to stop. This is what we enjoy. And I'm very like, I'm very open about that. Like, like, and like when, when people, like when I tell people about the hot wife thing, like I make sure to tell them like, and I'm a hot wife, I'm, but I'm not like a cucking hot wife. I'm like, he's not cucked. He's not in chastity. I don't hold withhold my pussy from him. He gets it before anybody else. You know, he's still my number one dude. Yeah, but I'm sorry. But even with those, but I'm sorry. But even with those people, like they have great relationships too. It's just what they're into when they're being intimate. I mean, if some guy is being a cock and the girl is into it, it's not because she's doing that because she doesn't care about him or anything. And that's just the kind of what they're into. It's no, it's just exactly. different because that's what they like, but it doesn't necessarily yes. mean something different. And I, and I think that's what I love the most about sharing it and like telling people it's like, yeah. 
I feel like it needs to be like a little more like people need to know that it's there's not like just like sex with one person in the world. And that is it because every so many people have been, you know, raised that you do things this way and this way only. And I like to be that voice that says it doesn't have to be the way they've been telling you your whole life. And I'm not saying I'm trying to change anything. It's not like I'm out here doing crazy work or anything, (laughs) not changing the world, but I want people to find their happiness, you know, Mm -hmm. what makes them happy, what makes them enjoy life to the fullest because we're only here once. So, you know, I have some questions about these really big dicks that you're with, okay? Because I'm always like, you know, we Go have ahead. a cervix. <laughs> there is a cervix. A woman's anatomy. Well, I, don't, like, I don't have one anymore. What? Wait, wait. When I had what? My, when I, yeah, when I had my hysterectomy, they left my ovaries, but they took my uterus, my cervix, and my tubes. So what does that mean? You're it just, you, you I, have extra canal in there. Like it just goes on and on. There's no stopping it. I don't understand. <laughs> no. So they, when they take it out, they actually sew what's called a vaginal cuff. Okay. And they, they basically, after they cut your uterus away from you and take out your tubes, they have to sew the hole that's in your body close. Yeah. And I was actually really scared because I was like, oh my God, am I going to be able to take big dicks anymore? Because yeah. holy shit, you're about to sew me up. But no, my surgeon did a great job. Many sizes have tried it <laughs> since then, but my biggest one has tried it. Well, I shouldn't say many. There's only been three, but my biggest one has tried it since then. And it was, it, it's better for me now because I had a retroverted uterus. So my uterus was pointed to the back and my cervix was kind of near like the opening. Mm-hmm. So I always had a lot of pain with my cervix and my uterus when we had sex. And my hysterectomy changed my life in the sex department for sure. So now when 100%. you, what is your biggest? You're like, oh, and my biggest, what is that guy? What is the, is it? I, I would, I would compare him to, he's probably a little bit shorter than like one of those old big fat hairspray cans. And he's probably the same girth as one. Like I'm talking about the Aquanet one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Aquanet. I remember Aquanet. Okay. So that wide and that long. It's fake. Can you blow these guys? Can you like deep throat and all that shit? Like how do you have yes, like- I did. I did. You I can? Did. You know, now that I'm thinking, so the Aquanet, not the biggest, fattest Aquanet can, yeah. because that one is fucking massive, obviously. Yeah. But like a little, like it's like, the, there's like a medium sized can. I know exactly which one I'm talking about. But anyways, yes, I did. I have a video on my Pornhub doing it. <laughs> but yeah, I Give don't out, like the wait. way my face looks as I'm opening it for him because he's huge. So yeah. I cut it down to where like it's only the last half of it and my mouth and throat, but I do, I deep throat it all the way. (laughs) So have you always known how to deep throat? How did you learn? How do people learn how to deep throat? I'm always like amazed to me. That's like speaking another language. Like how the fuck do you do that? (laughs) I don't even know. I think it's taking in like, I want to feel like I kind of either inhale or exhale, take a deep breath and just like really relax my throat. Right. And like just, finagle it back there. <laughs> but I mean, were you always, did you just always know how, like, how does someone like, I kind of feel like I did. Okay. I feel like I did. My husband, my husband has always, always said that I, I suck dick so amazingly. And I get compliments with every man that I'm with. Every yeah, yeah. man that I'm with says it's just so great. And I'm like, and sometimes they say it's the best. And I'm like, I don't know how to take that. Cause is it really the best? I mean, come on. Like, is it really, how do you even remember 
honestly, I think for everybody, it feels really good when it's happening. I mean, how right. could it not? But I don't know. But you could I get your mouth around those huge guys that you're with. I can. I can. It's hard, but I can do it. You just mm-hmm. ah, really have to open wide. Now, have you ever been with two guys at once? I have not yet. It's a, it's it's one of those things that like, and it's funny because my regular bull here kept making jokes about some of the other guys. He was like, hey, Eiffel Tower with this one. And I'm like, oh my God, stop it. But no, that hasn't happened. We want it to so bad. Whether oh, that's you do. With my husband mm-hmm. and another one. Yes, we do. I would even love, love to be the middle of a gangbang one day. Not like a hundred men or anything, you know, yeah, not yeah, like yeah. crazy, but like, my ideal situation would be five, five cocks, one uh-huh. for each, one for each hand, one for each hole and just pure bliss. <laughs> How many guys no. do you typically have in rotation? So, okay. So before we moved here, I would see people like every so often. Um, it was kind of like every couple of months I would meet someone off the swing page or maybe like every month, but here, here, my guy that I met who became my regular, I was seeing him once a week, if not twice a week. And we were, we were having a great time. He was my regular. And then I've only seen two other people. So, and there, and no one's really in rotation. I've only seen them once and that was it. I don't have a regular again yet. I haven't found anyone to replace him. How long have you been in Italy for? How long have you been in Italy for? We got here in June of 2020. Oh, okay. So you've been there for a while. Now, listen, give your shout outs because you say like Pornhub, like when did you start that as well? Have you always been? I start, Oh, so I actually started posting on Pornhub years ago. Mm-hmm. My first video was posted a shoot. Honestly, I don't even know when, but it was quite a few years ago, over three or four. Cause I posted it when I was still in Mississippi and I posted, started posting those because I was just like, well, shoot, I have all these videos and I, know that Pornhub has that model program. And so I posted them and I was like, let's just see what happens. And it makes like a super little bit amount of revenue. And it's like, all right, how cool. Um, Are you an exhibitionist at all? Do you get off on the fact that people are watching you as well? I do. I love, Mm -hmm. I love that people watch me. I love to Mm -hmm. hear that they're watching me. I'm not really like the biggest fan of dick pics and stuff. Like those don't really do anything for me, but I absolutely love for someone to be like, Hey, I masturbated to you today. Or, Hey, I'm looking at your pictures right now. Or you make my dick hard. (laughs) You know, like it's, it is, it's nice. It's like, Oh, Hey, that's what I posted it for. I hope so. You know? Mm -hmm. So anytime, anytime I get a new friend request on snap and I ask them how they found me, it's always excited to hear they found me on Pornhub and like the section was they were just browsing. They were, Oh, I was browsing and clicked on one of your videos, fell in love with you. And I'm like, Oh my God, I love like, well, I have a great that. idea for you because you did tell me that people say I have a great voice. You do. For the minute I got on with oh, you, I was like, oh, my God, you. she's got like a really super hot voice. It's just is very it's it's it just sounds really great. And then you have all these stories. Why don't you you do a you should do a podcast like erotica podcast where you just tell your real life stories. You should do that. I've thought I've thought about it. I don't know anything about starting a podcast. Well, though. sit home and in between guys, just fucking 
can figure it out. It's not that hard, okay? You tape it, you upload it. Once you get it up and running and you learn it, you'll figure it out. You could do it. And it's actually, you would do really well. Because let me tell you, people love these kinds of stories. Let's end with a hot story. I feel like I did did so much background on you just to get your backstory. I mean, do you have like, you want to tell your hottest story or something end with that? Because I feel like I'm always cock blocking the hot stories. I'm trying to think. Let's see. I because I my best story. <laughs> I feel like could get people in trouble. It probably could. So I was hooking up with my herb dealer for a minute because he's a very attractive Italian. And I was going to pick up one night and he brought this really attractive black man with him. And I was like, oh holy smokes, who's this guy? <laughs> and what's funny is I was actually supposed to be hooking up with my dealer that night. However, his girlfriend called as we were, as I was waiting to pick up from him saying she needed a ride. So anyways, he's like, oh, I got to go pick her up really quick. So we, I ended up having to ride in the car with them because it was a whole situation. And then I rode in the back seat with my new guy on the way back and we started talking and I basically just put myself out there and I shot my shot and he was like, yeah, add me on Instagram. I told him how I was a hot wife and how I like to fuck guys with big black cocks. And, you know, I, I really did. I kind of just told him the whole thing. And then we were messaging on Instagram for like five days. And then I went to his office here at the chapel and we <laughs> we fucked <laughs> in the chapel after talking for a little bit longer and we recorded it and it was just hilarious because it's a chapel. What do you mean chapel? And like a, a church? What's a, what's a, a chapel? Church. Okay. <laughs> it's a church. Oh, okay. That's where he worked at the time. Oh, he worked in a church somehow. And that's where mm-hmm. you're like, oh, I could get someone in trouble here. Okay. Oh my gosh. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the other crazy, the other crazy story is when I was, it was actually, that was probably my studiest moment. Well, I wouldn't say that was my sluttiest moment, but would, I went to Spain by myself. My friend, who knows I'm a hot wife, invited me, but she didn't know I was a hot wife at the time. So this makes the story a little steamier. They were staying just a few doors down from me. And my husband was like, hey, before you come home, you should, you know, you should try to see if you can meet anybody because mm-hmm. like it's, you're over there all by yourself. I'm sure there's got to be somebody around there that speaks English that's attractive and probably decent, you know, whatever. So I found this man on Instagram, (laughs) on my regular ass Instagram account, not my hot wife one. I didn't even have one at the time. I just started that one not long ago. Didn't even have one at the time. I wrote him for my regular Instagram page and I was like, Hey, how are you? And he was like, I'm good. I said, first things first, are you in a relationship? And he said, yes. And I said, oh, okay. I said, never mind then. I said, I don't want to step on anyone's toes. And he goes, wait, what do you mean? And I was like, no. I said, if you're in a relationship, I'm not having anything to do with you. And he was like, I was just kidding. And I was like, don't tell me you're kidding. I was like, don't even. And he goes, no, what is all this about? He goes, I promise. He goes, you'll see on my Instagram, it's just me. And I was like, mm-hmm, whatever. So anyways, after we got to talking more, we ended up talking for like an hour and a half, two hours learned a lot about him. He learned a lot about me. And then, you know, he, he kind of knew what we were talking about. Cause I went into a little bit of ex- explanation. I was like, you know, I'm a hot wife. I'm here in Spain by myself and kind of looking for someone to make some content with blah, blah, blah. And he was like, okay, okay. And then he actually said first, so tell me about yourself. And that was when we started talking. And then after about an hour and a half, two hours of talking, he drove to my hotel room and <laughs> 
and I made content for my husband a few doors down from one of my very best friends. And I am just, I still, I tell the story still. And it's not even like that steamy or that hot, but it's the fact that like, I wrote somebody from a regular Instagram page. Yeah, <laughs> it's it all like, those scenarios. Hey, yeah. How are you doing? I'm here in Spain all by myself. Never been here before, but would you come to my room? <laughs> right. You know, it was, it was just, it was, and it was in that moment where I'm like, wow, I am literally fucking around the world now. Yeah. And that's crazy. And to your me. girlfriend like, had no so idea because she, at that time, <laughs> no. she didn't know. Uh huh. And that's part she of it. What's crazy is I told her too, after she learned I was a hot wife and everything, she had so many questions for me. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like she went, she went down the rabbit hole more than I've seen someone go. And she just kept asking, kept asking. And I was like, and you know, when I was in Spain with you guys on vacation, I said, and I had my own room. She goes, you did not. And I was like, I did. And she goes, Oh my God. She's like, you're so naughty. Your husband's <laughs> a freak. And it was like a whole thing. And I'm just like, Oh my God. But, uh, no, it's, it's been great. It's been fun. And honestly, I'm having experiences that I would never have otherwise had. Mm-hmm. If I wasn't trying to go out and pursue people, meet people, or if I hadn't started going out with my regular bull, I never would have met the people I've met, the girlfriends I've met, the friendships I've formed. Like it's been its own payback tenfold, just being who the fuck I am with these people. And that's what's crazy is when I first moved here and living here, I fucking hated this place. And I still kind of fucking hate this place, but I'm loving <laughs> the people I'm meeting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you're making the, the best of it. Acceptance. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. is the acceptance I'm getting from people and realizing how amazing it is to be your true, authentic self. Like, I was talking about my porn hub outside the bar the other night. I don't know really how safe that is, but guess what? My views went up by almost 2,000 overnight. So. Well, let's get your <laughs> views up right now and give your shout out to all your things so people could finally go and check it all out. Yes. You know, please. definitely send me uh, some good pics for my Patreon members. I mean, you're not anonymous, yeah, so I you will. can send me whatever you want yeah, exactly. over there. Yeah, I'll send you a whole bunch. But also give your shout outs to everyone so people could check you out. And I'll yeah, put the links sure. to and all of your stuff in the description as well. Okay, awesome. Yeah, thank you. Well, so my main, like I, for pretty much everything, it's just XX Ember Ray XX. And it's that way on Twitter, Reddit, Pornhub, Instagram. The only thing different is my Snapchat name. And that's because the other one is banned <laughs> because <laughs> I got in trouble on it. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll probably, someone told me my device at some point can get locked. So I'm like, oh, good to know. I guess one day I may not have a Snapchat at all. That's fine. Well, what is your Snapchat <laughs> now? It's X, it's um, XXM Ray XX. Okay. So it's just take out the burr. <laughs> but do you have like one, one link that's, uh, that people could go to that has all your links, like a link tree or whatever? I do. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a milkshake, but I can, I'm going to send it to you too. Yeah. But I'll edit the note. link yeah. itself, if mm-hmm. people want to, if people want to take note of it here is M S H A dot K E slash X X Ember Ray X X. And it's a, it's a milkshake link that has all of my links from right. Twitter to Fansly to my Amazon wish lists and all that stuff. And so, your yeah. Pornhub, because like you do have stuff on yes, there. That's and, my, where... and my Pornhub. Yeah. That Pornhub link, well, it has a little black and orange. I didn't want to write the word Pornhub like on the thing and then like tell me that's a banned word. Yeah. So I put a black and orange heart for that link in my whole link thing. And people, I feel like if you go to Pornhub, you know what those are. Right, right, so, right. 
But yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me and kind of on such short notice because I just reached out to you after that guy oh, told me about okay. your thing. But Listen, it's but so yeah. much fun for me to get on uh, the phone with a total stranger and just hear their life story because everyone is different. I could talk to 10 hot wives, but every story is going to be different. Yours is totally fascinating. Crazy? Yeah, I love it. And I think that it's interesting that you are doing all this stuff and you are out as yourself on all the social media. You know, people could check you out. And I do think that, that you, with your voice, there's got to be a podcast in your future. So when you do that, you could come back on my show and we'll talk about that and you could promote it oh as well. But you should do. Do it. I'm gonna do it. You're gonna. You're making me want to do it. Just seriously. do it. Do erotica. It just be. It should be an erotica website with you, just not talking to people, not like an interview show. You telling your stories with your hot voice and your hot stories. Oh, if you stick you. to that. Trust me, I know downloads and I know what gets downloaded more than anything else. Like that shit will get downloaded and you have so many. And then what happens is one thing will feed the other because you could tell the story of each one of your videos and then say, when you, if you want to see this, go here and you have the audio with it. And so that needs oh to be God, you're so smart. on your list. Okay. And then when you do that, come back on my show and we'll just do a, like yes. an erotica hot story oh podcast <laughs> episode with Ember. Cause we, now we have your whole back story, which is, I like to get all that. That's what I love the most about my show is just getting the, the real story behind all this sex stuff. But you know, anytime you want to come back on and tell more stories, I'd love to have you on because it is highly downloaded and people love this stuff. And I'm so, so excited. I'm thrilled and I'm honestly honored. Thank you really so much for having me. Good luck with everything. You too. All right. Bye. Bye. Hey everyone, thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe, like, and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early, ad-free, and you get to see anonymous pics of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests, as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad-free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.